Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, where books come alive. I'm Tricia Copeland, a fiction author and host of this show. If you love books, finding great reads, and hearing about the story behind the story directly from the authors, this is the place for you. Whether you like fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, or romance titles, I think you'll find something to love in my playlist. Listen in to discover something magical about a book or two today. So So I'm here with Mark Dawson, and he's telling me an amazing story about how his success in running led to his success in writing. Mark, go with it now. (laughs) Yeah, so Tricia, I think that um, with my newfound confidence, uh, with uh, becoming uh, an elite runner for my age, at the age of 35, I got back into running after 20 years of not doing any. And uh, it, it sort of gave me that uh, confidence to um, transcend the, 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 the self-belief and the self-discipline you, you need to become an athlete, um, that I could use that same sort of skill set in, in, uh, in my writing and in my art. So I thought, well, if I'm good at running, I could be good at something else. And I was always good at art and writing at school as well as running. And that's what sort of gave me that confidence to take up writing at the age of 40, um, having done um, three dissertations, uh, two masters and a degree that I, I knew I was very learned and uh, my writing skills were pretty good uh, to be able to do dissertations. And, and, I, and I realized that they're not challenged enough in the workplace. So I had a lot of ideas, a lot of philosophy of my own that I threw out influence through, through my work experience. And, and, and that's, that's where I've, I've drawn upon the, the foundation of the story because it, essentially it's taking my um, dissertation in my master's um, wind energy research and making that as the core theme of the book, which is around climate change and wind energy research uh, and, and the science involved in that. And, and then transformed it into a sci- sci-fi um, story. Uh, added a lot, a lot of fiction, a lot of time travel. You know, I just, you know, I just let my imagination free. But, 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 yeah, I mean, that that's how it's sort of the arc of the story was 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 built, really. Um, so I, I, I don't know whether you want to move on to another question. No, that's great. Move on to talking about your story. <clears throat> yeah. So, so the, I mean, the the story, um, it, as I said, it's it started off with me wanting to, to have the core theme um, centered around my um, semi-autobiographical uh, research, if you like, um, you know, for, from, from my wind energy. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be good to have like a, a, an arc of a story where you've got nuclear versus wind energy because I'm very pro-renewables. And um, you have the villains in the, the nuclear category and you have the heroes in the wind category. So that was kind of how it formed. But then as i've as i started writing i thought well actually i want i want to make this historical fiction philosophical fiction speculative political psychological um time travel romance a dystopian mystery thriller and spy thriller so it, it crosses over to about 10 sub genres this is no ordinary sci-fi uh, um story 
it's like not something that you could churn out inside a couple of a couple of uh, months or or, or 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 a year. I mean, I, I've I've basically started my wind energy research twenty years ago. It took me three years to write the story uh, uh, over one hundred fifty thousand words, and I split it up into three parts. Hence, it's a trilogy. So it's it's been a long slog, you know. And I've I, I'm the kind of writer where I don't just put pen to paper and I'll write, write, write. I'll I'll, I'll come back to it months later. And I, I am that sort of typical artist where I like to improve things. I put layer upon layer upon layer. And um, and that, that's the way that I approach things. I, I, I want to create a masterpiece. I don't want to just, I might only ever write one trilogy. Um, you know, I, I'm more of a creator, creative person, natural creative person than I am a natural writer. Um, but I, I'm not going to uh, disrespect my writing because I think my writing's decent. It's good, but it's not the best. Do you understand? So I'm not, I, I would say that I, 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 I would sort of put the emphasis on the creative ideas, the ideologies, that the plot, the, the scenes, the characters, the themes, that, that's been my sort of, um, my strength, if you like, yeah. Um, you know, uh, my pro, prose is okay. I mean, I hired a ghostwriter to help me with some of the prose. So I have acknowledged him in the, in the credits. The book um so you know like a, like a lot of people you know to, to get across the line you need to hire people a team to help you get, get to support you when you're working full-time um but but yeah i mean in essence i'm proud of what i've achieved uh, it's been a, a long a long road uh, there's been a lot of um problems i've had to overcome um you know financially and um you know uh, <laughs> It, it just having the the time to be able to devote to, to this and you know i would have liked to have had the trilogy complete it, it is written i've had to add another extra ten thousand words and i'm planning to do uh, I've, I've created that but i've got to edit it over the christmas period coming up and i'm looking to launch the third book in um in, in february it's probably going to be february now oh um, congratulations that's awesome yeah i mean just the accomplishment of 150, 160,000 words. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, and it's hard because there's words that you need to disregard or, you know, it, it might have been 180 and I've cut it right down. Do you understand? So the, it, it, there's been a lot of drafts over the past sort of three years. You know, I mean, well, it was, uh, it, 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 was it was three years when we complete. I've added more over the past two years, but I've spent the past two years marketing the first two books, which has been hard and getting publishing, getting editing. And it's just been a nightmare trying to understand all the social media marketing, which is all new. It's a new language to me, you know. But but if I had to sum it up in ten words, what's the the, the story? I mean, essentially, it's a. It, it, I use this strap line: is that can a scientist, can a scientist, prevent a shape shifting android from destroying the planet? And you could say, well, reading into that, that's very similar to Terminator 2. Um, yes, you had a shape-shifting android in Terminator 2 and he time-traveled back. The, you know, I, I'm going to put my hand up and say, yeah, I'm being uh, influenced by a lot of things, but then who who isn't? Right. We all have influenced by, you know, you could say H.G. Wells was influenced by Mary Shelley. You know, um, we, we, we all, you know, Fr Frankenstein was influenced from, from real science. And... Um, you know, um, Einstein was influenced by H.G. Wells' time machine. So, like, we're all influenced by everything. But, I, I mean, 
I would say it's more Da Vinci Code, if you like, uh, the style of, of the book, because it's very spy thriller. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, a mystery code in, in, in the book as well. Uh, you try to figure out the, uh, the, the, the time travel concept. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of um, different concepts in the book. It's not just one concept. concept. It is linear. Uh, there's a start, beginning, uh, sorry, beginning, middle, and an end. Um, so it's quite relatively straightforward to understand, and that, that that's one of the pleasant things that I've got back feedback from the reviews I've had, um, where people have said, you know, even though it may sound like a complex subject area, there's people who are not a non-scientist who are not sci-fi um, readers. Uh, it's not their favorite genre. Yet when they read my book, because it's more ecological, more environmental, it's very current, it's very climate change. Um, and, and it's the, 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 the romance, the time travel romance aspect as well. So it, it sort of has something for everyone, you know, and I, it's not your typical hard sci-fi. Um, as, as a rule, I, I don't enjoy reading Asimov, Isaac Asimov. I, I find it difficult to, to follow his stories. And I, I don't... It's, <clears throat> Ursul Gunn um, as well, Left Hand of Darkness, them type of stories, I find them hard going. Um, I do enjoy H.G. Wells. I think his writing style is good. But, but yeah, I mean, I would say that my book is more than just a sci-fi read, you know? Yeah, it really does sound like that, that soft sci-fi that has adventure and mystery. And yeah. everybody loves those books, right? Da Vinci Code, Terminator... Everybody yeah. loves those, so why not say if you like this, you'll like this book? And that's yeah, kudos on someone saying to you, yeah, I don't like sci-fi, I don't like hard sci-fi, but this book entertained me, and you know, I enjoyed it. So that's something very cool to get back from your readers. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say it's more of a mystery thriller, mystery sci-fi thriller, I would say, to 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 sum it up really. But um, yeah. Uh, I don't suppose you've had a chance to read it yet, no? <laughs> I haven't. I have a huge TBR pile, and especially it's growing every day with these new podcasts. Because okay. I talk to a new author, I'm like, yes, I want to read your book, but I'm yeah. also writing my own books. And yes, so I am working through them, and I'm sure I will pick yours up. I'm going to pick it up right after this podcast because it sounds amazing. And I love that type of book as well, because like, I guess I'm comparing it to The Martian a little bit because that was the most recent mm. hard hard sci-fi I would read. Yeah. My husband loved it because he's an engineer and he he read every little detail of everything yeah. the main character did. And I got to those parts that I was like, okay, skimming, skimming, skimming. Yeah. Skim to well, where some action I, happens. <laughs> I've got I've I've got to uh, I, I I'm I'm gonna be straight, open, and honest here. I, I I got halfway through the motion and I didn't finish it because I got quite bored with it. And like you, I I get bored with the hard sci-fi. Now, interesting enough, ironically, I my my dissertation is very scientific, uh, looking at the wind science and aerodynamics, and I could have included that in my story. But I toned it down deliberately because I knew I would lose the audience. Do you understand? Right. So, yeah, and you want to—that's what you enjoy. You want to enjoy it as well, right? Yeah. And now I, because my book's written in the third person, it's uh, narrated, yeah, in the third person. So it's not like the Martian where it's in the first person, where it's like autobiographical. 
again, you know, personally, I wrote it like a, a Shakespearean play. <laughs> Not that it is Shakespeare, but there's little you'll you'll know when when I say that you, you'll 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 because I'm a big fan of uh, Julius Caesar, yeah, uh, Shakespeare. And there's a scene in my uh, first book where you can um, acknowledge the fact that I paid um, respect to Julius Caesar because there's a scene in Julius Caesar where they're in the courtyard and, you know, Julius Caesar with Brutus and Cassius. And, um, and there's, another, there's a little scene in my, in my book one that's reminiscent of that, yeah? And that's so I've been inspired by Shakespeare. I've been inspired by Perseus, the um, you know the the Greek mythology character, where he goes off and he gets uh, weapons to you know try and fight his villains. And that that's that I've used that sort of concept with with uh, the the protagonist, Doctor Ben Richards, where he you know he, he improves his physique and his mental psyche to to actually help him get over the 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 the, the antagonist. So, so yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I loved English at school, so I am very heavily influenced by Shakespeare and, and Greek mythology. And you can see it in the story, how I brought that aspect to it. So, so yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of the Martian, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm more of a third a person sort of play, right? I like to bring characters in. Yeah, it's more character driven. Right. But it's also plot driven as well. You know, I mean, it's plot and character driven. You have to have both of the aspects for the reader to love it because they have to love yeah. your characters. They have to care about your characters to be interested in it. And then you have to keep yeah. them moving towards that goal. So mm. All of those are great elements. Yeah, yeah. I just got to keep um, faith that one day I'll, I will get a knock on the door saying, Mark, we want to we produce your... Uh, your story as a Netflix or an Amazon Prime, uh, because that's just what I need right now. You know, a little bit of luck. Uh, we all we all want that, don't we, as writers? Um, but it will be, you know, the, the the cherry on the cake. You know, that's that's basically what what I want. I know someone said to me the other day that you know, because I said, oh, my sales are not really um, picking up fast, and and he said, well, it can take five years, Mark. I don't 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 beat yourself up about it. Um, you know, especially if you're trying to do it as a one-man band all on your own, it's difficult. I've hired a social media marketer to help. She's done very good. She's got my Instagram following uh, increased a lot in the past six weeks, which is great. Um, but it's been it's been difficult, for sure. It's been very difficult. You know, when you 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 don't know a lot about social media, you don't know about the marketing side. You've had to I've had to self-teach myself, self-publish. Because initially I started off hybrid publisher and then my hybrid publisher, I felt, let me down. It didn't give me enough support. It left me in the lurch. And then I was kind of like, well, what do I do now? You know, I'm going to have to do all the self-marketing myself. And it's quite daunting when, you, when you've got a full-time job, you've got to look after a family. You know, where do you get the time to learn all these new skills? Where do you got the time to do it? Never mind learn it. And then, you know, how do you have the money to outsource it? You know, where are you going to get money for that? It's just... It it, it it I can understand people get high anxiety. I mean, I suffered high anxiety. I'm I'm being I'm 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 just being very open, honest in this interview. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'll, I'll I'll tell you how it is. I mean, it's been it's been a rough ride, but it's been up and down. You know, I've I've had, I've enjoyed some of the reviews. I've had, I mean, it's been great. I've, some days I'm up here like that. Some days I'm really low. And I and I just think, looking back, it was, you know, just before COVID uh, outbreak. That, that that year before that i i was doing 
I was working in a factory. I was right because I lost my, my, my full time job in construction and I was writing the second book on on sticky notes <laughs> while I was working. Yeah. And to <clears throat> get all my ideas while I'm working and um, just a job that wasn't a ta- just as well. It wasn't a taxing job because I wouldn't have had the time to finish it. But because I was working well, it was giving me free time to generate my ideas and write scribble uh, ideas down on, on pieces of card. So anyway, and um. And then I'd go home and then I'd have to I'd, I'd have to do the website content articles on the website. And I'd be doing then and some of them are like 500 to a thousand words. So I've practically written a second book, um, you know, on, on just the content articles for my website. And I've done 80 of them. I did 80 articles, wow. which were between 500 to a thousand. So I've written like nearly 40 to, to 80,000 words on just the content articles. I mean, you look, if you go on my website, my author website, you'll see how many articles I've done. There's eight of them. And I did that over the space of like nine months. And I was like up till two, three o'clock in the morning. I was getting four hours sleep. And it, it's just, but all because I felt I needed to do it because I didn't have support. And, uh, and I, I wanted my, my book to be a success. Um, but you, as you know, there isn't just the website, there's the social media. There's all the other marketing, there's PR, there's the press release. It's like never ended. And I counted there's about 14 jobs I could have been doing. So, but I think what I've learned is I just need to, even though I would like to be a full-time writer and make money and be the next sort of Michael Crichton, which would be great. um, You've got to keep your feet on the ground and realize that um, you have to just, save the moment and just realize it's a hobby kind of thing uh, until something that might might happen don't don't push it too too much because you, you it might never happen and you know no matter how hard you try some something you know you you, you can't change de- destiny destiny's you know there for you um so i, I you know I'm a, I'm a, like you as a runner you you try to control your own fate and destiny because you're very self-disciplined and motivated and you want to get up and do things but there's only so much you can control certain things are out of your out of your control and i think you know in the business i've learned that it's all it is about who you know a lot of it's about who you know um so you know i just got to bide my time and just think well uh, you know i'm I, I don't don't get me wrong. I'm not bitter and sour. I'm I'm proud that I've got two books published and I've and I've got a following that's it's increasing and gathering um, sales. I don't think many people as a debut author are going to sell straight away, you know. And I think that that's that you've just got to bite the bullet and realize that. Um, but I would be if if I'm sitting here in five years time and I haven't got like a. a a movie deal or a Netflix deal, I'd be upset because <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know that I know that this this story deserves better than just being in pages, you know. And not to say that you know it's the end of the world, but I'll be a little bit disappointed. Let's just say because I think it, 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 you know, I've had so much feedback, so many reviews saying you know this would be wonderful as a as a, as a series. Um, and it would just reach a lot more because not everyone likes reading books. You know, you can reach people with your story through a different medium. And that's what I would like to do. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to continue um, with the marketing of book three once uh, next next year. Once I, So that would be my 12 month plan from from now, you know, launch my book three in February. 
um, market it, and then I'm going to release all three together as one deluxe limited edition, um, you know, in June or July, uh, so summertime next year. So, so it's all in, in one volume. Um, <clears throat> that, that would be the, the next plan. And then after that, I don't, I haven't decided, I have, I have wrote, uh, sort of drafted out half of the story for book four, but whether I'm committed to doing that, I don't know whether I just be accepting and just, just think the trilogy is strong enough, you know, but, but it, but it, I'm not ruling it out. I mean, I could co-write it with someone else, you know, my book four, but I don't think it'll be more than four books. I don't think I've got it in me to do. Uh, and I'm not a serial writer. Like I say, my style of writing is like, it's influenced by my experience. And um, I, I, I like to take my time. And it's not about churning books out every year, you know, two or three books. I'd rather write three, a tri one trilogy, three good books, you know, and say, well, that's my contribution to the literary world. You know, <laughs> that's what I would rather do. You anyway, may sorry, surprise yourself, but you're yeah. right. In being an indie author is, is a marathon. It's it's not a sprint. But I I would think you may surprise yourself. You have a driven personality. It sounds like you have a lot of creative thoughts in your brain. So um, well, I will I'll say I wrote my first sorry. series. It was four books, and never thought I'd write another book. And you know, yeah. I'm on book eighteen now. So wow. Yeah. Well, I think I think. I think it would change my attitude because the reason why I'm saying this is because I've had a rough two years. Like I said, I've had illness and I've had, I've had um, the anxiety um, exacerbate because I've had to do all the marketing on my own, all the publishing, all the, all, all the editing. Um, and it's, it's, it's a mountain of tasks when you have to provide for your family and work full time. So it's kind of off putting to, to want to go through that endless. It's like, so stressful it's just endless stress and i don't i'm i'm not a stressful person i'm a calm that's why i use my running to calm myself down and and i just don't want to feel like i've got to do this endless stress um whilst yes i like the, being a creative person but i don't want it to be stressful right no yeah, yeah. If and, that would be a negative <laughs> and so so i think unless unless my attitude would change unless based on the fact that if the trilogy makes me money and you know the, the 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 sales go through the roof and the only way that the sales will go through the roof of the book if i get a movie deal or a um in, in a netflix deal because as you know once you've sealed the deal on that people will start buying your book yeah and you'll also have the copyright sold to 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 the producers so if that happens and it could well it could well happen over the next couple of years yeah and if it does, then then I will decide becoming a full time writer. But and then I'm then I can say, yeah, I can churn out one or two books a year, yeah, or one year, one a year at least. So like, uh, so so that's the only way it would work. But if it doesn't make it, and at the moment it's probably looking like that, you know, you have to sort of be pessimistic about this because if you are too optimistic, you just well, you'd end up with a mental breakdown. I think. <laughs> So, so I, I think, I think I've just got to think. Well, this is just a hobby at the moment, and it's never gonna, never gonna take off because I just, I've got, I've got to think like that. Well, and, um, I think having your 
series finished is a big deal because people, some people won't even start reading a series if they know it's not finished right yeah, yet. Yeah, so having yeah. it finished will add that extra yeah. group of readers that will be like, no, I want to wait till the whole thing is finished so I can binge read my books, right? So, yeah. 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 So don't get me wrong, I'd love to be a full-time writer. Um, you know, I think anyone who's embarked on becoming a writer, I think that's probably one of their ambitions to, to be a full time. Because if you enjoy being creative, you don't need to churn three books a year out. You could just churn one book out a year, couldn't you? Or one every two years. And uh, you could still make the money off it. But but yeah, I mean, who knows, you know? I might, I, I'm only 40, 46. So, you know, I, I could call it a day for, for about three or four years and come back to it in my 50, you know? Um, but no, I don't want to, I don't want to go through another two years of stress. Like I have, you know, it's, it's not been great, Yeah. but I, I, I shouldn't be saying that to, to, to the audience, but, <laughs> but I'm just painting a, uh, painting a true picture. You yeah. Know? It's realistic. I mean, but, it's definitely, I think all indie authors have, or maybe all authors have that up and down of, or all yeah. artists as well. So, um, yeah. yeah. Do you have your book with you? Do you have a cover you can show everyone? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, recognition. I love it. That's very cool. Yeah. So just at the time when COVID was coming out, when we were putting masks on, just before that, I had this premonition where I thought, I've got to get my face of, of, a, of an Android on the cover with a mask over it because this is going to be big and lo and behold three months later everyone was wearing masks and it was like it was just a cool move you know yeah so i think that sells itself with the with the mask you know it's mm -hmm. very up very current yeah yes definitely i like it yeah that's my brand so i've got that image on the second book and the third book as well it's just obviously a different a modified version but that's kind of has some synergy you know and I think that's the way I wanted it yeah I think they look great so the name of your first book is recognition what is the name of the second one no the series is recognition okay um I'll tell you how I come up with that in a second but the first book is recognition uh, dash oxygen debt so the subtitles oxygen debt okay. part part one and then the second uh, book is recognition dash Kwanda 19 vaccine yeah and then the third one um which i haven't released yet and um should be a secret this but <laughs> um it's recognition dash hypnoexia hypnoexia yeah um very cool i'm gonna have a spoiler trailer um special something for my podcast listeners so that's awesome yeah so how I come up with the name recognition was, well, I I thought of um, the 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 sort of the whole arc of the the story right from through the whole trilogy is about um, getting recognised and we all it's it's a bit like a modern day sort of philosophy for well we all we we're all trying to become leaders or we're all trying to get recognized in whatever we we do in the workplace and we very rarely get recognized or recognition for it and so it's a it's a it's a subliminal message there in the title um so it's a powerful title in that sense 
but also I wanted a title where it had um, make use of the CO as the CO2 as in the carbon dioxide element. So I've deliberately, as you can see, I've, I've deliberately, you know, got the, the CO in black and the other letters in red. Yeah. And then Very you've got cool. the two. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, if you look at the book, the way it's subliminally got nation, that looks like nation. Nation, nation. Yes. Yeah. So and there's it can a be lot recog of recog nation, recog, nation, recog like yeah. This. And the cog, the cog is the is is the wind turbine, yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and the re is the rethink. The cognition is think, yeah. So yeah. you're re you're rethinking uh, CO two, climate change, yeah. So Very there's a lot cool. of no, so it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of um, what's the word um, where you not metaphor allegory yeah you know okay. you have an allegory where it's like it's, it's a it's a simple it's, it's symbolic it's a symbolic meaning and that's what i wanted the, the, the title to be a symbolic uh meaning like in a form of an allegories but it's not just one allegory there's you know three or four right. yeah yeah i think you got it with the mask too the mask almost looks like a cog because it has those different points coming out it's yeah. not symmetrical but it's it's a little bit yeah. like that so. so so like I say everything I, I try to pursue I try to do it with some deep causativeness where I haven't just put pen to paper and I'm, I'm not disrespecting a lot of writers you know I'm, I'm not saying writing's just all about adjectives but uh, you know you read some books and you think oh there hasn't been a lot of thought gone into this but I wanted to make a statement like 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 Orwell did or like Huxley did you know I want, that's why I've, I've deliberately took my time and put layer upon layer upon layer. So this, so it could cross over to a multitude of different genres. I mean, it, it could easily be, uh, you know, you, when you read the second book, because the second book is very um, political as well and social science. So you could say, well, it's in that, it's in that sort of category that's um, with Orwell and um, Huxley um because it has an influence on you know society you know what are we what are we going to asking the big question what are we going to do with ai in the future what are we going to do with nuclear in the future what are we going to do with renewable energy in the future yeah you right. all these big these these three technologies you know and that's why i was addressing in, in book book two <clears throat> and book three we'll, we'll have that as well but book three is i would say is more um it, it's it's bringing everything together obviously, because it has to, it is, is, is an end to the trilogy. But it, I would say, um, how could I describe it more? Um, I would say it's more psychological. Yeah, I'd say, because I'm not trying, I'm not, I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but it, it's definitely got more psychological fiction in it. Yeah. Hmm. It's been so great learning about your books. And yeah, I am enthralled and enthralled and excited to dive into them. So tell us where we can find them. So it's recognition, um, part one, two, and three will be out in hopefully February. What is your website name? Yeah, my website name is www.markdowson. Dowson is spelled Delta Oscar Whiskey Sierra Oscar November. A lot of people think it's D-A, it's not D-O. So it's markdowson.com. Uh, yeah, so www.markdowson.com. Um, and 
what I was going to say. Yeah, you can buy the book from Amazon. Um, you can buy it from uh, Book Depository. Um, I think there's some good discounts on Book Depository. Um, and it's, I think it's only a four-day turnaround delivery time, whereas I think Amazon's a bit longer. Um, you could fail on that. You could um, Barnes & Noble as well. Um, obviously, stores in the UK, it's like Waterstones, them sort of stores. But I'm, I'm not so sure about, well, other than Barnes & Noble in, in the USA. And Canada, I'm not. I'm not familiar with um, retailers in Canada. Sorry, um, but yeah, I think if you if you rely on probably Amazon, that would be probably your best bet or Book Depository. Awesome. And um, you've already said you have all the appropriate social media accounts, so people can follow you there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm not. How can I say? I'm I'm not. Um, I had to hire a social media marketer to, just to keep up because as you know, it's very consuming. I, I suffer from anxiety myself. My mom suffers from it and I find it, it exacerbates my anxiety if I'm on uh, you know Twitter or Instagram or Facebook too long. I just, I get, I get like um, drawn into, addicted to it, you know, where you just like, what am I doing? I'm still on it for two hours and you kind of, I've got things to do. Stop. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just, uh, just too absorbing, you know? Um, and, and, um, I just, I built up a really good relationship with the, uh, uh the Pakistani uh, lady who, um, she, she's just been my rock in terms of, uh, we, we just clicked, you know, she, she's been able to, um, help me, um, you know, she's she's young. She knows all of the tricks of the trade on the social media. So I really depend on her helping me do book tours. She's done some really good book tours and got me some really good reviews. You know, and that that's really sort of given me a lot of optimism. You know, which so she's been very helpful. You know, that's and that's awesome. that, that that's how she's created a, 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 a you know a good following for me. Because if it was left down to myself, I just wouldn't know where to start. And you know. I just don't have the time either. It's definitely yeah. challenging. Well, I wish you much luck in the future with your release of the third in the series. And we'll cross our fingers for that Netflix or Amazon Prime deal. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, it would just be great. You'd have to have a high, big budget for this. So, again, it's the chances of me finding a producer who is rich and famous <laughs> you know it could be the next matrix you know we don't know but you know let's let's just hope we can only hope <laughs> yes we'll yeah. hold to that okay trisha thanks well, you. Thank, thank you, you again for being you, here Mark. If, if you want to do a second part um no problem yeah let me know um because okay. there might be some questions we haven't covered yeah okay that sounds good yeah thanks a lot great Bye -bye. great to see you yeah great meeting you thank you as well I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm your host, author and podcaster, Tricia Copeland, and I love getting behind the scenes. If you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe and stop in each week, discover new authors and books. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep finding the magic.